Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So you know the drill by now, games, movies, TV, um, exercise and then something from the last week. So yeah, we'll get cracking with that. If you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do. Um, we've got the YouTube channel, we've got the YouTube videos. And uh, while you're there, subscribe if you already haven't. Um, and encourage other people to do the same. That'd be great. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Right. Well, that's super loud. I'm just, just doing a little sound test and... Oof. How's that? Is that you remember last week when I was like, take five minutes to set up the sound and stuff, get the microphone in the right place, all that? Well, I did that this week. Uh, I guess we can tell because uh, it's all over the shop. Little uh, on the fly adjustment. I don't know what's going on there. Sorry. If it's too loud, it's too loud. Um, if you might have to turn it down, you might have to turn it up. Who knows? Right. So first things first. Day late and a dollar short on this one. Um, it was podcast alum Paul Williams's birthday with the. Um, bedtime workout time uh, food time schedule I wasn't going to allow to do the podcast last night um, so I'm doing it now alright I can't say it hugely matters um, but we're it's one of those I was working principle one day closer to the next podcast but anyway let's have a look um not a huge amount this week with regards to like <clears throat> i'm not going to talk about lockdown but what i can say is time recording still in lockdown if if you if you think that's a thing um we've got uh government people breaking lockdown and not getting into trouble for it and things like that um i'm sure smarter people than me know a lot more about that than i do um we're still in lockdown but the conversations have definitely shifted i've had a conversation today about people returning to the um to to work to where i work um things like that it's yeah it's a different time um things are reopening rightly or wrongly things are reopening but hey i'll tell you what let's move on um i'm 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 tired of it um possibly a weird way to start i'm gonna talk about mike tyson um i mean so mike tyson was um has sort of been around through my entire life you know he was a he was a boxer very well known very i mean he was <coughs> he was supposed to be like one of the scariest man's alive men alive at one point um just terrifying you watch like um, old footage and he was just very dominant um obviously there was a lot of controversy in and around his life inside the ring and outside of the ring um i don't i don't want to say too much about certain things um and then things kind of went a bit quiet next thing that anybody knows about mike tyson really is he appeared in the hangover uh, in what is one of the most 
you know, people still talk about that scene now. Um, it was hilarious. It was it was great to see, <clears throat> you know, Mike Tyson. Um, and then, as the years have gone on, he's been steadily coming back into the public eye. Uh, he has a podcast. Uh, I think it's called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Uh, which relates to the, one of the other things that he's quite well known for nowadays, which is um, growing and distributing marijuana. He's a big, uh, he's a big advocate of the marijuana. Um, but then there was there was a podcast he did with Joe Rogan, which was really enlightening about his um, his upbringing and the way he was sort of taught mentally around fighting um and he was he was vicious um so then there were some videos that started emerging uh there was video what looked like it could have been possibly in the lobby of a hotel and somebody was talking to him about some some moves some boxing moves um and he showed his abilities at the ages now i think he's like 52 53 i think he might be 53 um so he showed what he could still do at, at the ages now and he was lightning fast so there was that the video was everywhere you can you can go on social media without seeing it joe rogan was talking about it in a, in a later podcast i think this got speculation going you know what would he look like now if he was in the ring are you talking about how he's completely left boxing behind because it didn't do well for his ego and all of this and then in the last week um another video has come out where um oh yeah there's been a couple of videos actually. um there's been one where he's just presumably at home um and sort of saying the, the, the possibility that he's back and maybe if he is back um what that would look like and then he shows um again some some boxing moves and he is fast um there, then there's been an actual video of him with boxing gloves on in a ring sparring and training and stuff and oof, and I've said to a couple of people, I was like, can you imagine being the, the, the guy that has to go up against Mike Tyson? So, I've seen these videos recently. Um, rightly or wrongly, for you know, who he is now more than anything, rather than who he, who he was, uh, I quite, I've got quite a lot of time for him. I think he's um, it's one of those things, you know, when you look at him, you see a certain thing. When he starts speaking, you see something else. But, uh, you know, never underestimate him at any point in time sort of thing. Um, everything I've seen of him recently, he seems, he seems quite nice. He seems quite sort of laid back. I imagine there are certain um, pastimes that he's doing that is helping with that. Um, but then there's there's the boxing so i'm like you know i'm coding podcasts i'm killing time milling, milling around on youtube um and i find like videos of mike tyson when he was uh, i think one of them was like when mike tyson loses control and there was just like there was like fights that were stopped because the police had to get in the ring and stop the fights and stuff um he was getting in a lot of trouble in one of the fights because he was people the Evander Holyfield fight he ended up somebody got headbutted well you know he says that he was headbutted Evander Holyfield says that he was headbutted um, he ended up with a cut there was a lot of stuff I'm pretty sure that fight got stopped and it's just this 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 contrast this one man that's just this complete contrast at one point in time he's the most dangerous man in the world and at another point in time he's just 
this really laid back casual kind of guy um but um, the more the more i see about him, the more stuff that i see about him the more stuff that's um that's out about i got i've got quite a lot of time for him i've been watching some of his um like the video versions of his podcast they did one with Eminem he's recently done one with Amanda Holyfield where that starts out and he's just he's just eating he's eating what looks looks like like a tub of it looks like a tub of potato salad um and he just he says like the other guy that he's got he's like you ask him some questions and he just goes back to eating um yeah I don't know uh, you know Rather than sitting here and talking about the fact that I had to go to the supermarket the other day during lockdown, I thought I'd talk about something completely different. Um, and something that's been occupying X amount of my time recently is watching Mike Tyson videos. So there. Got this thing uh, in the last week. And I'm like, you know something, I'm going to start on the podcast. And by start it, I mean, I'm going to mention it this week and probably forget about it by next week. Um, do you know when people say, oh, I've got a pet hate? Um, so, I was like, oh, yeah, pet hate, pet hate. But then recently I was like, oh, you know, can you have a pet love? Um, I don't know how I would describe that, but I'm going to give an example. So, this week... I'm trying out a thing called that I'm calling pet hate, pet love. Um, so, a pet hate of mine can explain what it is, but it's a pet hate of mine. Uh, when the washing up bowl is full of water. There you go. I hate it. It drives me at the wall. Like, properly drives me at the wall. The only, way, the only thing I've been able to sort of find about what it is that... that annoys me about it is if you go to fill the kettle and the washing up bowls full of water you can't put the kettle in to get it filled so you have to empty the washing up bowl i've got like this massive bottle of water that i keep in the fridge so every now and then it needs filling and if the washing up bowl's full of water you can't fill your bottle you have to pour the water up it's a it's just a small annoyance but it drives me at the wall so i've been thinking about this and i was like well is there something that I have a like a like a love that you can't explain? I guess that's maybe what it is. And in the last week, I have realised what that one of those things is. I have a pet love for t-shirts. I'm 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 into t-shirts. Um, recently, I've discovered a new website. They sell. Um, community created t-shirts you can vote on ones that for them to print um it all started because i'd stumbled across this site uh and there was uh an evangelion t-shirt that i quite like the look of turned out they only had it in white i don't really do the white says the man wearing a white t-shirt right now um but for outdoor wear out and about man about town i don't do the white t-shirt uh a man of my build should never be seen wearing white um but you know having visited the site you've uh, you know eventually you get an email or something or whatever or you just go back and look or whatever then uh recently there was uh, another evangelion t-shirt that popped up that was super cool um i ordered it and through the sort of checkout process they were like do you want 10 percent off the order right um yeah okay that sounds good do you want a free t-shirt like uh yeah and there was this thing like you get a free t-shirt it'll be a random one it'll just be a t-shirt that they send you but it was free so it was like, it cost me less than £14, and a few days later, the t-shirt I wanted turned up, and a free one. Admittedly, it was white, and it had a cat on it, so you can imagine. Although I tried to buy a t-shirt the other day that had a cat on. Um, so I was like, win-win situation, 
t-shirt for wearing around the house and one that I wear out. Um, there's a certain make of t-shirt that I'm quite into at the moment. I think, I think the makes Gildan um, and they do a soft version. Um, super soft, like for t-shirt weather, uh, t-shirt weather, for t-shirt material, really soft, really nice. Um, touch wood uh, and, and in my experience they generally keep their shape. There's a certain type of t-shirt you can get that will shrink the first time you wash it and then it will be too small. Um, so I was like, cool. Two days later they send an email. Hey, guess what? Um, we've got a sale on. Uh, typically the t-shirt I bought was in the sale. A half price. Yay. Uh, but there was also a load of other stuff in there. Uh, and they were doing free shipping if you bought so many. So, uh, yeah. Six t-shirts winging their way to my house. Um, all gifts. Uh, unfortunately, so I have to wait for them. But, uh, yeah super super fun and it was this realization that i i, I like t-shirts um i find t-shirts to be an expression of who you are i like quite obscure t-shirts i like people to look at them and be like hmm what is this or um or if you know you know sort of t-shirts um i am start i have started a collection of t-shirts that i can't wear out of the house um I'm not sure uh, what to do with those t-shirts, uh, but yeah, I've got one definitely that I wouldn't probably be able to wear out of the house, um, but amuses me immensely, uh, and I'm actually looking at another one where I'm like, that's a cool t-shirt, don't know if I'd wear it out of the house. Um, so yeah, uh, like a pet love, pet hate, uh, that's possibly a thing. I'll leave it on the list if I can come up with something for next week. Uh, it might be something that we start doing. It might be something that I say to you, hey, how about uh, how about you send me your pet love, pet hate? Could start a thing, could be a thing. Um, briefly, speaking of t-shirts, speaking of that make of t-shirt, that Gildan t-shirt, might have been looking at a t-shirt site today site that maybe sells those t-shirts maybe you can print your own designs on those t-shirts maybe we'll see what might be coming further down the line maybe if i can sort the freaking image out oh technology you gotta love it i think last week i had on the list 3d pen and then realized that that was a remnant from the week before. Uh, this week, I've got 3D pen on the list. Uh, actually sat down to do some 3D pen. Cool. Got so far through what I was doing, I was making another side for the case for the mixer, the lid for the mixer, whatever you want to call it. And the filament ran out. I'm like, cool, grab some more filament. And it wouldn't load. And I tried absolutely everything i could think of to get the filament to go in the pen so i'm like cool it's broken awesome that's that's absolutely fantastic uh now what do i do so i'm looking to see about returning it um, i can do a return that's a faff but needs must all of this uh lands like well don't return don't process the return just yet I think she was on a on the phone or on a group chat call thing. I don't know. She was doing something. So when she was finished, she had to go loading it. Managed to load it fine. Um, so it's just me and my uh, terrible hands. Um, so yeah, I've finished another side for the mixer. Um, I need to redo part of one of the sides because it's not long enough. Uh, and then I'll need to look at making the lid. Um, it's half term this week I have worked the only day I'm working this week um, which is cool and I'm sure that there will be probably some 3D time, uh, 3D pen time um, me and the eldest uh, might have accidentally ordered a second one that might have already turned up 
what are you going to do? Um, they're, they're price gouging on them as well, which uh, which is really naughty. Um, I paid quite a bit. Not quite a bit. I paid... It would have been £10 more than I paid for the other one. Uh, but there was a voucher which got you a percentage off. But So I ended up spending £5 more than I'd spent on the other one. Um, I haven't used it yet. It has turned up. I haven't used it yet. I'm hoping to get some, like I say, some 3D pen time in with my eldest um, back end of the week so that we can... Uh, the idea is we can do it together now. Um, so that should be cool. Hopefully, we shall see. Uh, right, we're flying through it this week, kids, because, uh, yeah, I don't want to get bogged down here. Um, got a couple of couple of TV series, um, a movie, couple of games. That might give you an idea of something there. Uh, a handful of VR um, and then just one sort of I've realised with like I did a load of podcast coding over the re over the weekend and I realised quite quickly that me telling you that I'm working out at home five days a week probably isn't all that necessary um, it's one of those I, I, I don't think I would tell you if I wasn't so it's kind of like an accountability thing um, but probably don't need to dwell on it as much. Um, so let's crack on. Um, I watched, I've watched all of series three of Breaking Bad. Um, well on to series four. Um, <clears throat> series three, by comparison of like series two, it's like somebody stuck a rocket up its ass and, and lit it. It is <clears throat> crazy insane what Series 3 is in comparison to Series 2. Um, yeah, I, I feel like somebody sort of, somewhere along the lines, maybe criticised Series 2. Somebody that wasn't me uh, for being a bit slow. So I think the people that were making it were like, oh, it's slow, is it? Right, well, check this out. Um, series 3 ends super dark uh we're on series four things are i mean i think we can safely say at this point things are well and truly going downhill um it feels very much like see the you know through series three into series four and, and beyond it's just it's just a downhill slide to the end I keep seeing, when I go onto Netflix, I keep seeing that, you know, El Camino's there waiting for me, and I am excited to get to that. I do wonder what that will look like. Um, had the episode today, the first episode today, where Bill Burr came into it, saw his name on the credits at the start, I was like, ooh, cool. Um, interesting to see the fact that Bill Burr's got hair in it. Um, yeah, that was... I'd, I'd forgotten that was a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got hair in it. It's funny. I, I, again, I don't want to be the guy that rep keeps repeating it. It's Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen it by now, I don't know if you're going to. And I don't know if my recommendation is going to change that. If you've already seen it, you probably don't want to listen to me talking about something you've already seen. Because you probably saw it a while ago. You never know. It might reignite your want to watch it again. Um, I wanted to watch it again, and um, that's what I'm doing, so, so yeah. Um, but, like a lot of things in this podcast, I'm not going to dwell on it. Let's talk about the other series that I had been watching, have been watching, and I've now finished, which is The Last Dance. I mean, everybody's talking about it, uh, including Bill Burr. Um, I was listening to some Bill Burr this evening, last night, he was talking about uh, The Last Dance. So I binged, what will it be, the last four episodes? There's either eight or ten episodes in that series. If there's eight, I binged four. If there's ten, I binged six. Over a couple of days, maybe. 
Um, great. I mean, absolutely. I can't say enough good things about that series. Super, super good. Really good series. Really enjoyable. Um, towards the back end of the series, the time stuff jumped around less. Literally, it just jumped between like 95 and 98 and the comparisons between the two. Um, the back end of the series, the sort of stuff where Michael Jordan starts to appear less than squeaky clean. Um, there's the stuff where he went off to play baseball for a while uh, and then trying to come back to M the NBA having played baseball for 18 months and what that looked like. There's the stuff around Michael Jordan's father's death, which... Um, I, I, I don't want to say too much about that. Um, I, I mean, if you haven't seen it, watch it. And maybe tell me what you think about it, because... Yeah, I don't know. Um... Yeah. Then there was the stuff about um, Steve Kerr's dad. Um, his dad had been killed in. Now then, was it Beirut? He was killed. Um, yeah, you know, as, as a series, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, there was a couple, a few bits that were a bit questionable. Um, but I will say this. Um, times is less of an issue towards the back end. Some of the camera stuff's a bit weird. Obviously, they had this documentary crew with them through X amount of time. So the, I presume the, the footage that they filmed, um, like courtside and stuff, all of that's like really clear. But when they show you stuff that you kind of presume has to have been taken from like full court shots and from what will have been shown on TV, the quality's terrible. Um, so it's a real mix of like actual footage and then stuff that they will have filmed ultimately for the documentary, even though they'll have filmed it 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. Um, but yeah, we'll say this. Um, there's a game after Michael Jordan's dad died. There's a game that he played on Father's Day. Um, and they uh, they won the title, I think. Um, and there's a scene, and it was it was super emotional. It just it's just Michael John lying on the locker room floor. Um, I'm pretty sure he's holding the trophy or holding a basketball and he's just sobbing like like you've never seen a man cry before it's it it's a, a brutal thing to watch he is just crying and crying and crying and I am man enough to admit that that scene made me upset I should have tear at that point in time it was just so emotional um, yeah super emotional scene um, so yeah I don't know I don't know what to say about that that was uh, the, the, the series in a whole fantastic everybody's watching it everybody's talking about it this might be nothing new to you um, but there you go that's uh, that's the last dance on Netflix uh, if you didn't know. So I watched a movie. Um, I watched the film Overlord. I have owned Overlord on Blu-ray. For a very long time. Bought it cheap. Got it from CEX. I remember it coming out and it looking okay. I know that J.J. Abrams was attached to it. it. Turned out that he was just like a producer. Um, it was part of D-Day. Um, and it's basically uh, a, a group of guys go to make it so that the 
Uh, they can land on the beach at Normandy, uh, and they've got to destroy a radio tower. That's basically it. Um, they're flying in, loads of planes get destroyed, uh, but there's theirs does get destroyed but there a few of them managed to bail out there's this like um small group and and that's that they, they've still got a job to do as they keep saying throughout it's still got a job to do um so that's that uh there is this sort of supernatural element to it where um i think i don't know if it's just a hollywood thing um but there's like this this thing about that towards the back end of the war Hitler was dabbling in the occult um, I know it's mentioned in Hellboy it's mentioned in um, in games and things there is this this sort of it's there I don't know if it's just so Hollywood can make stuff from it um, so there's basically um, there's like a, a scientist who's testing a, a serum um, on dead bodies, reanimating dead bodies. Um, kind of has very much of a, of a zombie feel to it without them being... I suppose they are zombies in a lot of ways, if you, if, if you were dead and then you come back. Um, there's this horrible guy who plays a German officer who is quite vile. Um, I didn't know too much about what to expect from it as a film. I didn't know too much about what was necessarily going to be in it. I'd seen a couple of trailers. Um, I hadn't heard a huge amount about it. Uh, finally decided I've owned this film for donkeys. It's time to actually sit down and watch it. Sat down and watch it, and it was it was perfectly fine. It was um, it was it was a good film. Um, there was a guy in it, you know, like when you've got like a like an army an army film and there's always like the guy that never shuts up um, and and that character's established very early on played by um, if anybody's seen the Umbrella Academy played by the bad guy in the Umbrella Academy the guy that uh, that's with this one of the sisters um, played by him Never shuts up. Super annoying. And unfortunately, that is that character. You're not you're not making anything other than a character that is just annoying. Which when you're watching something for an hour and a half, couple of hours, whatever, to have a character that's annoying is quite annoying. Um, luckily, that character changes um, towards like the middle, the back end sort of stuff, and it's less annoying, so there's that side of it. Good film, very enjoyable, reasonably good special effects, a um, little bit of a sort of, if you want to say it's a zombie film, then I would say it's a bit of a twist on the genre. Um, if you want to say that it's just sort of a supernatural film, then fine. Um, some good effects in it just a good well done movie basically uh yeah so that is overlord right we're on to games flying through it today we're on to games um divinity 2 is done and dusted so it nearly wasn't i got right to the end of the game and it was like, right, you're at the end. Now pull your pants down. <sighs> I'd said I'd said previously about how the walkthrough basically just bugged out. It was like, you've got this. See ya. Um, became less and less helpful as time went on. Luckily, it pulled it back right at the end. I got to the last battle, and it. <sighs> It was super hard. Just, it was really hard. Um, characters kept dying. And it was saying, oh, you know, you need to be able to resurrect your characters mid-fight. So give them resurrection scrolls, which I did. Um, but then I'm like, well, if I resurrect this character, are they going to be dead 
moments later is it a waste so i was like it's it's split into two parts this battle so i was going into the second battle and i had characters that were nearly dead i had characters that were dead it just it, it just wasn't possible and i'm like cool i've played this game for five weeks and i'm not gonna be able to finish it that's awesome did the the final battle a few times and then i realized reading back through the the walkthrough section at the for the end of the game what the walkthrough was saying was there is an easier way to do the last battle you can skip the first section of the fight jump straight to the second section when you do that all of the people who you are fighting at the start you don't have to fight them because they're essentially allies in the second part of the battle and what you end up with is like loads of people to fight against the bad guy job done so i'm like right okay let's give that a whirl so i gave that a whirl did it first time um so that was that uh very long ending like it basically every decision you've made throughout the game it basically breaks down what that looks like um and that was kind of that there was a little bit of stuff to do at the end you kind of talk to people and then you sort of set sail in your boat and that's it um i wasn't overly bothered by the outcome of the game um you know some things it seems to say that that was the best outcome other things definitely not uh certainly my decision that i made right at the end of the game apparently was not the the right decision i kind of had the feeling that there was no right answer so that was divinity 2 um I know I said that I was going to do like a, a full review of the game. Um, it It's kind of a 50-50 game. Basically, I started playing it again uh, straight away. Tried to do it different, which brought its own issues. Because you've got used to the characters that you're playing as. And then you're like, I want different characters. Oh, but I like the way that character did that attack sort of thing. There was a lot of that. And then I got to a point where I was like, I can't play this right now. I'll play it later. I simultaneously loved and hated that game. It was it was strange all around. Basically, you know, it was a game that was ever so slightly outside my comfort zone, which brings with it its own problems. You have to learn how to play a game like that. I needed the walkthrough to get me through it pretty much at every step of the game. It was a game that kind of had a... If you did something wrong, that was it. That, the game was was finished as far as you were concerned. Uh, there were, had things where, you know, characters could die if you didn't do it right. Just a lot of stuff like that. Um, those are all of the aspects that I kind of didn't like about it um it was a tough play stuff i did like about you know the you know the magic stuff's cool the fighting stuff's cool the battles were cool some of them got annoyed when they just kept spawning enemies and you couldn't get anywhere you just ended up in a perpetual loop and you'd have to reload it and try it differently those battles were not fun um but that side of it i really enjoyed but starting it again all i ended up seeing was the stuff that i didn't like um so that was kind of that i have finished it i'm glad i played it i'm glad i played it and finished it i will go back and play it again just not right now um if you want a score is i mean it's a it's a seven out of ten game for me you know any 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 other reviewer i'm not saying i'm a reviewer anybody else any proper professional reviewers have sort of i think the lowest score i ever saw was 9.5 out of 10. um for me for me it's more of a good solid seven out of ten
Um, so yeah, that was Divinity 2. Five weeks of my life gone to that game. So, you know, there you go. Right. Like I say, struggled with it. So I was like, I think it's time for a palate cleanser. Palette cleanser that I have chosen with the imminent second one coming is The Last of Us. Um, Last of Us 2 comes out soon. Felt it was probably time to give The Last of Us another go. Game I've played a few times from start to finish, but not for a good, good long while. Um, time to play it again. What I'm finding this time is it doesn't feel like a game. It feels like you're playing a film. It's a game that's quite linear whilst giving the illusion that it isn't. Um, it does in a lot of ways just feel like you are pushing forward to walk. Um, and you'll eventually end up where you're supposed to be. Um... Trying a bit of a different approach this time around. I'm using the weapons less. I'm sort of trying to do a lot more sort of like fighting to try and conserve ammo. I know that's not hugely necessary in this game. Again, it gives you the illusion that it is, but you know, when you need ammo, it's there. Um, I'm up to a bit of the high school, which I remember being a lot of fun. Um, however, I tried it several times last night and died every time, uh, but it was just time to turn off and go to bed. Um, it's fine. You know, I keep coming back to it. It's not like I've switched something else and I'm not enjoying it. It's just, I think, uh, maybe seeing the man behind the curtain this time round, um, seeing it a bit more for what it probably was, which is quite linear. It doesn't feel like I'm fully playing it as a game. Feels like I'm pushing forwards, let's say. Um, you know, as always, I'll keep playing it until either it doesn't want me to or, you know, you know the rules. Um okay, VR. I'll be playing a little bit of VR. So the fighters we know. Boxing wise. Um been struggling with the boxing. Um, I've had a bit of a change in diet and I'm finding that I'm, I, I keep saying the tank is empty when I get to working out time. Um, it's very much, uh, I can manage to do my workout, but by the time I get to doing boxing, it's like I can barely lift my arms. I have found that I've been doing less and less of it, uh, for that reason, which probably feels that it's a bit counterproductive uh, I need to address the the lack of energy ultimately my tea is salad my lunch is basically salad um, there's a lack of substance I think so I need to sort of address that uh, it's just like with the weather the way it is I, I switch to being 90% salad based when it gets to Summer, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I've been playing a bit of Journey of the Gods, I think I mentioned maybe that I've been playing that. Um, it's cool, it's enjoyable, it's fun. Um, I like the when you when you turn into a god and you can do things as a god, uh, especially like pulling lightning down out of out of the clouds. I'm doing the action now while I'm talking. Um, that is super cool. You put your hand up into the clouds and grab lightning and throw it at stuff. Uh, that's loads of fun. Uh, there's things where you can stand on like platforms and uh, get like, like, like you get like a golem hands so you can punch stuff, uh, usually for smashing rocks and things. Um, so far, a lot of fun. I've got, I've defeated the first boss, which is basically the stuff from the demo. Uh, and I'm now onto the, the second area bit bigger, a bit more in depth, um, enemies are different, stuff like that, lots of fun, super cool, uh, and, and yeah, um, that was a game that I bought in a sale at Christmas, speaking of sales, it's the one year anniversary of the quest, 
which seems strange to me but um that's apparently apparently the deal um feels to me like i've had it a year um but then i was like no it was supposed to be like a christmas present so because of that there's a sale and because of that i bought a new game i bought two new games not sure on the second one i'm not going to talk about it now uh, I bought Sorrento VR. Uh, the way it's sold is, do, have you ever wanted to be a cyber ninja? I don't know what a cyber ninja is, so I don't know. Maybe. Cyber ninja is, um, you've got swords and guns. Um, for those of you out there that suffer with motion sickness whilst playing VR, this is not the game for you. I don't suffer with motion sickness pretty much exclusively um this game has some things in it there are a lot of settings i'm not going to tell you that it's like without settings there are a lot of settings that are in there that are around making the game more comfortable for people who suffer with motion sickness however if you don't put any of those settings on there are moves in there that are like oh there is a backflip I feel like I'm going to fall over every time I do it. It's hilarious. Loads of fun. Um, I've played it a lot. Uh, like I say, it's like swords and guns. Or you can, like, the setup I've got at the moment is just literally five guns. It's like a, a shotgun on one shoulder, a machine gun on another shoulder, um, a like an automatic pistol on one hip, a revolver on the other hip, a um like a machine another like an smg on the quote-unquote lower back um little bit repetitive i'm not gonna lie uh it is basically just going to like arenas and they'll give you a challenge it's like kill so many people in so long or survive for 60 seconds or that sort of stuff um i'm playing it on easy um, or each level I do, I put it on easy. Um, there are times that I feel that that's maybe too easy, but I don't know what you know, medium or hard or that sort of stuff would look like. Um, as time goes on, as I play a bit more, there's a possibility I might change the difficulty just to see. But um, loads of fun, and you know, I've had yet again today. I've had a conversation about how there's not enough fun in the world. You know, the things that we do aren't fun you know you play games and you're like you know is it fun um there's just not enough fun uh i feel i feel uh, that is a shame um oh i was about to say i'm pretty sure the sale is still on uh certainly won't be when you hear this and i'm pretty sure it might not be on now i think it ended yesterday um but yeah sorrento vr Good fun, good game so far. I'm enjoying that. So that's kind of a little bit like it. Uh, There's something that I was going to mention, which was um, woke up at six o'clock one morning, and I looked at the time, and I was like, "It's six o'clock," and I'm wide awake. Do you know what I should do? I should get up. I should put my running gear on, my workout gear, whatever you want to call it. I should head out the door. I should run and come back and I'll feel amazing having done that. So I think you know what's coming. I, instead of doing that, forced myself to go back to sleep. Um, woke up later, uh, sort of, I don't know, eight o'clock maybe, so half seven, eight o'clock something. And then the rest of the day I was like, why don't I just get up and go running? I was awake. I could have just stepped out of bed and I was just super disappointed. Um, which is not really what you want to be. You know what you want to be feeling for an entire day being disappointed in yourself um 
one of those things I am trying to find a way to get more running into my life um, I'm going to run in tomorrow um, it seems to be like a Wednesday and a Saturday because those are my rest days from working out um, I tried to do running and working out on a couple of days and it was not good um, so I'm trying to space them out ideally what I want to be doing is getting up going running every day um, or certainly you know like five days a week and keep my rest days I don't know what that looks like um, I know what it, it should look like but I know what it doesn't look like like I say I'm going to run in tomorrow um, and I might get a run in with my eldest towards the back end of the week maybe definitely sort of Saturday would be good uh, keep in line with the way things have been uh, I'm sure there's going to be some Joe Wicks going on this week so there'll be that to do um, as well as working out but um, i got to get more running and the thought of that <sighs> but needs must needs must needs doing I'm afraid um, yeah I mean like I said earlier no surprises I'm working out five days a week um, I've, I've, I've doubled the number of press ups that I started doing um, which is good um, just yeah trying to trying to slow them down trying to get low and slow um, so yeah I am feeling like I need to increase the weight that I've lifted probably all round uh, but that's going to involve digging more weight out from the uh, from where they're starting in the garage which might not be the easiest so we'll have to see on that one there we go thank you very much for joining me like i said earlier if i can work out the uh the image that i'm working with um there might be something winging its way to the website that will be available for purchase if you so wish but keep your eyes and ears peeled on that one uh because me and me and the computer had a falling out earlier um because i am not very intelligent but yeah keep your keep your eyes and ears open on that one and i'll i'll keep you posted with that uh until next time i'm gonna say bye and i'll see you then there we go what do you think to that another one done another week gone cool youtube watchers make sure you're subscribing you're uh, sharing that subscribe with your family and stuff um yeah everybody jump over to the cookiecast.com check us out over there send us some love of the social media variety um or an email that'd be nice something to read it i'll read it out on air if you email us how's that so there we go that's it for this time Till next time i'm gonna say bye i'll see you then <laughs>